Welcome back. Welcome back to a brand new podcast episode of Car Sells 101 with your beautiful bald host, Tony Story. And just want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you are just now listening to this episode, which I think we're on number 116, 117, I don't know. I, I don't remember the number anymore because I'm supposed to look before I start recording, but I don't. But if you're just now starting to listen, please go back to episode number one and start from there. Um, just binge listen. I uh, don't have an extremely long episode. It's about 20 minutes a piece. So please go back to the first podcast. If you want to reach out to me, reach out to me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. On Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728. Uh, TNT Dad, at TNT Dad 2728. And LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Okay. Once again, uh, appreciate y'all for taking the time to listen to my podcast. Uh, if you ha- if you get great content out of it, please give me a five star review. Uh, if you don't, give me a one star, two, three, four. I don't really care. Uh, and then also share this podcast with somebody if you think that somebody, if you think you know somebody else, uh, will get good information and content out of this. All right. Now, before I go any further, um, I don't know. I was going to say something enlightening. I can't remember. I don't know. I hope everybody's enjoying the podcast. I can tell you that much. Man, I am in my truck and I'm driving. I have my blinker on. And I did not think I would roll up on traffic. I should have taken the other route. But oh well. It is what it is. That means y'all get a little bit longer time in the uh, car with me. So, um, anyways. uh, What I really want to talk to y'all about this podcast episode is not so much overcoming objections, but to understand why a customer says what they say, okay? You might be like, what do you mean? Well, there's sometimes customers say stuff just out of pure reaction, right? It's a reflex. I like to call this, and I've been in the business probably eight, nine years. I'm working with another sales manager, um, and he's taught me some things too. And the one thing that he did teach me, teach me is, um, you know, there, it's a knee-jerk reaction, right? And, and I've always seen it, but I've never really uh, put a name or a title to it. And, and much like whenever um, your spouse says something to you or your kid says something to you, uh, you're not really listening you're just giving a knee-jerk reaction. You know, if your kid's not listening to you, if you don't listen to me, I'm gonna spank you. Uh, And which really, it might just be something a little bit deeper than that, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, what this really podcast, this episode is gonna be about is the knee-jerk reaction that your your customer has. Uh, So, to kind of get more in depth, uh, let me explain. When a customer sits there and they're talking to you, or you're talking to them, right, and whether you're a manager or um, a salesperson, and you're presenting all the cool stuff to them. Hey, you know, one thing I want to let you know is right now we have great rebates and incentives going on right now. And basically, the uh, uh, you can capture most of the rebates and still get 1.9 or 0% financing. Uh, but the only thing, if you if you decide to finance with your own bank, um, you actually might lose out on 500 bucks. So, you know, I just wanted to let you know that some great incentives going on right now if you want to take advantage of those. Oh, I'm not worried about that right now. I'm, uh, we already have our financing secure. And, and in the, bo- the back of your mind, you're thinking, did you just hear what I said? I just said that you'll get most of the rebates, if not all of the rebates, in 0% or 1.9 for 72. 0% for 60, 1.9 for 72. And you're telling me you already have financing secure. Most of the banks out there don't have 0%. It doesn't matter what credit union you go to, what bank you go to, they do not have 0%. And don't get me wrong, they do have some low interest rates, and I'm not um, arguing that. I'm just saying, 
you're not going to find 0% or 1.9 just laying out of most of those credit unions or banks. Uh, we all know that at this point. So what that reaction is, is not of anything that makes any logical sense. Because obviously if the customer actually heard what they said, uh, they would go, isn't that just idiotic what I said? It would be. Because all honesty, um, they're, not, they're not saying something to... Uh, they're not saying something to say I'm not buying a car. It's more of a defense mechanism or they were just out shopping for the weekend and they just said, you know what, this is what I'm going to say um, if I'm brought up with this um, object or if I'm brought up with the fact of, hey, you want to buy a car today. So anyways, that's what we call a knee-jerk reaction or what we call a uh, reflex. So <clears throat> just understand how to, how, to, how to look at those, you know what I'm saying? And that's where I think, um, you know, uh, you can logically talk a customer through that and just say, hey, Mr. Customer, I don't know if you necessarily heard me. What I said was is that you can capture almost all of the rebate, if not all the rebate, and still get 0% for 60 months. I don't know very many banks or credit unions out there that are still doing 0% right now. But with that being said, I just don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to buy a car right now. So, you know, and that's the thing. You have to get the customer to understand exactly what you said and exactly how you said it therefore they don't miss out on an opportunity to buy a car okay so anyways <clears throat> the uh that's one of the few knee-jerk reactions that you'll see there's gonna be a lot of knee-jerk 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 reactions uh along with um you know reflexes you know another key example of that is is for instance let's say you're competing with another you had, the other day we had a customer in the dealership and basically, he was looking at our truck and another dealership's, another dealership's truck, right? And the thing was, is he was looking for the best price, this, blah, 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 whatever. I really don't care. It just came down to the very end. And I tried to sit there and capture his business right then and there, but he's like, no, I have to look at this color. So I thought there's no need in going any deeper and getting this, making this deal any nastier. So long story short, um, went down to the other dealership and basically, um, found the truck over there and the only reason they came to our price uh, is because I let him take the buyer's order with them and that's another thing I would like to kind of you know let you guys know if you're not confident in your buyer's order don't send it with the customer but I would say this much if you're confident in your buyer's order and you're happy with the numbers that you gave and that's where you feel like you can still conduct business then give the buyer's order to them and let them uh, roll out it's not that not that big of a deal um, so anyways Long story short, it takes the buyer's order over there. The only reason they met, met our numbers is because he had the buyer's order with him. Calls us back and um, asked us to negotiate the price even more. Well, at this point, um, he didn't like the car over there because he didn't like the color. And he also didn't like the fact um, that they you know, just only matched the price and they didn't try to beat it. So, with all that being said, the um, customer called us and asked us for more of a discount. Understand that the customer is now only in uh, negotiation with themselves. You as a dealership are only negotiating against yourself. When the customer asks for more of a discount, it's not like they're threatening to go buy anywhere else. I mean, they're just not. They're not. They're, they, they know that you have the best price. It's just they're, It's just in their nature or in their uh, uh, things. They're not based, it's not based on anything. It's not based on a better price anywhere else. It's not based on getting more for his trade in anywhere else. It's not based on my discount being any more, any any uh, uh, higher than anybody else's. You know, my discount was lower than theirs. My, my trade-in offer was higher than most people's. So at this point, he's in turn negotiating uh, against us, 
but we're really only negotiating our, against ourselves. Once again, that's just really a knee-jerk reaction because the guy is financing the vehicle. When somebody's financing the vehicle, it's not so much an overall balance of that one, right? It's overall payment that they're trying to accomplish. And that's what you always got to get the customer to say, say, hey, Mr. Customer, I completely understand. You know, you're just really looking for the best price. But at the end of the day, you know, you went over to another dealership and they didn't give you they did give you the price that we gave you only for the simple fact that you took the buyer's order. So right now, when you're asking for more of a discount, whether it be 250 bucks, 500 bucks, um, at the end of the day, I have nothing left to give you. And, and then it's as simple as this. You know, if it's a $250 discount, you know, I break it down to you this way. $250 divided by 72 months, let's just break that out. That's literally $4 or $5 a day, right? That's really all it breaks down to. So if you're asking for a $5 discount a day, uh, or $5 discount a month, sorry, $5 discount a month, that's literally a Starbucks drink. That could be, you know, you spending money loosely uh, throughout the month. You know, a dollar here, $2 here, whatever it may be, and you're about to sit there and invest in a $50,000 vehicle, you understand $250 is not that significant of a difference between what you're gonna pay monthly for it. So, and I promise you, know you got the best price because you went shop. So when you ask him for more of a discount, it's me really kind of shopping against myself and not really shopping against anybody else. So I completely understand what you're saying, but that $250, that's, that's going to make or break a deal for us. I mean, that's one of those things. I wish I could give you that. Now, do you want to miss out on the opportunity to get the whole entire discount savings that we all gave you? And that's what you have to propose to them. You have to really break it down logically because at the end of the day, you might look at yourself as a salesperson right now, but if you want to be a manager one day, or if you ever want to move up, you have to learn how to think uh, on your feet, and you have to learn how to think outside your box, and you have to think in the aspect of this, uh, think, think of in the aspect as if you're going to be a manager and you're going to be in charge of the overall uh, profit of the dealership, and that's what you really, really got to understand. The thing is, is if you want to move up in management at any point in your career you have to sit there and uh, learn to put in the work and show the um, show the uh, the aptitude or the ability or the want to be a manager if you're coming up there every time and this really isn't so much about closing a deal I promise you that uh, it's about being able to sorry I had to drink some water it's about being able to you know, show your managers that you don't need, you don't, they don't need to hold your hand every time uh, that it comes to a roadblock in a car deal, or if, you know, you're faced with an objection, or if you're faced with a customer concern, they need to know that you can handle that stuff. And that's why, you know, sometimes uh, these, these reflexes or these uh, uh, knee-jerk reactions, you need to learn how to, you need to learn how to notice them, and you need to learn need to learn how to overcome them. Sorry, I've been taking this medicine, <clears throat> turmeric. It's a natural medicine. Man, it really numbs everything inside of my mouth and whenever I talk sometimes. So if it sounds like I'm slurring or I'm mumbling, um, trust me, it's the, uh, the medicine that I'm taking. Uh, because I, I run a lot and what that does for me is um, it sits there and uh, uh, I get swelling in my body and stuff like that. So it's like an anti-inflammatory. So before I go any further, give me one minute. Uh, I'm going to do a quick commercial break and then I'll be right back with y'all. Uh, probably take another sip of water. Like I said, taking this medicine has me a little swollen 
We're a little uh, acting goofy and silly. So give me one minute. We'll be right back. Oh, man. Nice, big, little gulp of water. Okay? So, back at knee-jerk reactions and uh, reflexes. So, the one thing I, I hope you have understood so far, so far, is how to not so much overcome those objections, but how to notice those objections. When a customer sits there and says something that doesn't make any sense to what you said to them, that's when you have to sit there and just stop for a second, okay? Um, I know in the car business, or I know in many aspects in our, our life or our um, careers, um, we tend to listen, and I think I talked about this on a previous podcast episodes. Think about this when you're talking to your wife, right? Um, or when you're talking to anybody in general, right? How do you listen to somebody? Do you listen to listen? Like, for example, somebody sits there and tells you something about, um, you know, why you're wrong or why uh, they think this way, right? When you listen, are you listening to listen or are you listening to react, right? So, for example, um, if, 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 you know, somebody sits there and says the sky is blue because um, based on this and that and that, and you're, and you're listening to just react. Well, it's not technically blue, Right. You know, that's you listening to react. But if you're not, if you listen to everything, okay, I get what you're saying. Based on this light, this light, this light, you know, that's why you think the sky is blue. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, based on my extensive research, I've noticed that, you know, we have similar ideas and we have similar ways we came to our conclusions, but this is why I came to it, right? You're not, li- you're, you're listening to only are you and you're listening to only react, right? And what I'm talking about is whenever you listen, you have to truly listen to listen. The customer is going to say something, and some of the times this is not going to make a damn bit of sense. It's just not. The thing that's going to come out of their mouth is just going to sound like, okay, I don't know if you heard exactly what I said, right? Um, So, for instance, let's say, you know, you're sitting there and um, you're asking them, do they have have a trade that they want to get appraised? And they go, well... Not just yet, okay? Well, Mr. Customer, you know, at the end of the day, what we do naturally as a reaction, right? We go, okay, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it, right? But at the end of the day, you know that this is going to take a little bit longer if that's the route and the process they want to take, right? So the thing is, you need to sit there and say, hey, Mr. Customer, you know, one of the, one of the main complaints that uh, car dealerships get is taking so much time, right? And the one thing I know and one thing I pride myself on is um, taking uh, the customer's time and making quote, the best use of it. So what does that mean? You know, getting everything done uh, in a very similar pace or a similar fashion, like a, a 10-step process. And one of the steps of the car sales is to have me appraise your vehicle, take a look at it um, while we're going for going on a test drive um, uh, with ours, right? And, and the thing is, I'm not trying to sit there and, you know, play any games and then all of a sudden have you throw the trade in at the end because I know there's so many people that are out there educating consumers how to buy a car but they've never really ever sold cars most of the time and what happens is they're just educating you the wrong way. Uh, In fact, you know, I've had customers sit there and um, they could never get the price right on the vehicle, right? Just couldn't get the price. Uh, They went to three other dealerships, went to the fourth one, they finally got the price they want, right? But the main focal point, uh, you know, that the main thing that, that they kind of beat the customer overlooked was the trade-in, right? So what do I mean by that? Well, the customer went to the last dealership and took their trade offer, right? What if I could offer that customer $1,000 more for the trade 
but I'm only $500 on the price of the vehicle. You understand? So at the end of the day, I want to make sure I'm giving you the full picture. So if you don't make a purchase today, or if you are going to make a purchase today, you can make it in a, in a, in a, in a fashion to where it's going to save you and me time. Or, or if you're not going to make a purchase today, it gives you a basis or a uh, idea of what your trade, of what your trade's worth, or what the full picture of purchasing a vehicle is going to be like. And so, at the end of the day, you know you have to sit there and learn how to find those those reflexes, uh, the uh, knee-jerk reactions. That's how you find that stuff. And you just look and you listen. You look and you listen. Okay. You know, there's a lot of different examples I can give you, right? You know, for instance, here's one of the key things, right? You know, the customer comes in, you know, my, my vehicle, you know, and this is usually what you get in on the trade-ins or the down payments or anything like that, right? I'll give you two more and uh, I'll give you a small little uh, recap after this. So basically the customer sits there and goes, you know, my vehicle, I just want to let you know about my vehicle. The customer's talking to you and they say, you know, it's just like brand new. Uh, I get it clean once a week, you know, so on and so forth, right? Well, at the end of the day, the customer just told you and they're trying to sell you on how clean their vehicle is. But the one thing that they don't realize is the vehicle that they're looking at is brand new. It's gonna come brand new, four, four tires, brand new windshield, uh, brand new everything, right? It's gonna have everything brand new on it. Uh, and so what that means is, is they're not listening to, they're not telling you, they're not, they're, their reaction is to let you know that they, they value their trade-in, right? That's their, their reaction. But they're, they're not really understanding that is that they're getting a brand new vehicle that's in way, more than likely, way better condition. Doesn't have the wear and tear. Not saying that the customer's vehicle always have very wear and tear on it. But every vehicle, um, other than if it just left there, left the dealership and went straight into a garage, it's going to have wear and tear on it. Once again, that's it. That's it. That's an, that's an initial knee-jerk reaction. That's initial, you know, reflex that the customer has. And it's much like a defense mechanism. And that's when you just really just simply tell the customer, I completely understand, but you have to understand this customer. My vehicle, my vehicle um, has never been purchased, never been titled in the state of Texas, and it just came off the truck. It has very few to little miles on it, so my vehicle is completely brand new. So understand, the same value that you see in your car is what I see in mine. So, I mean, I, I understand, right? And that's the thing. At the end of the day, you have to sit there and logically walk them through what they're saying. Um, there was another example. What was I going to talk about? life of me uh, but it was something I'm telling you these little medicine turmeric is not a good drug to be on uh, I think it gives you like a, a kind of like a weird high like it like it's, it's not it feels really funny but anyways um, I don't know there was something oh oh okay 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 I remember now so whenever you sit there and you typically ask a customer make sure you understand this right the thing is is that you are asking this as a loaded question, right? Now, this is why I told you previously in the previous podcast a long, long time ago um, when a customer sits there and they're making payments on their vehicle or they own it, or they own it outright or whatever, uh, but if they're making payments on their vehicle, no matter what the payment is, the thing you want to um, compliment them with is how, how did you get your payment so low? The reason why you do that is, is you're proposing another question later on. Uh, or like really pretty much instantly, right? Like, what do you mean how to get up here? So, well, most customers, they usually have a little bit higher payment. I didn't know if you put money down or if you had a trade-in. Uh, 
um, that you owned outright that you put that as a equity put, to help you put in an equity position. But most customers they usually have a little bit higher payment than you have right now. And when you propose it that way, <clears throat> you're going to get the answer. Well, no, we put in $2,000 down last time, right? Or we put no money down or so on and so forth. That doesn't change how you're going to tell the manager, hey, last time they didn't put any money down, they're not planning to put money down this time, right? That doesn't change when you go to the manager and tell them what's going on, right? The thing is, the manager should be penciling the money down because you have no other room to go if you don't. Um, but with that being said, the one thing you really, really have to understand, when you sit there and um, you, know, you bring out a pencil or if you're asking a customer um, you know, how much money do you plan on putting down, it's a natural reaction for a customer to sit there and say, I'm not putting any money down, never have, never will, right? And so what that typically means, not all customers are going to be upside down, but most of the customers that have never put any money down, they're going to be in a negative equity position in their vehicles, right? They're going to be upside down in their vehicles. So the thing is, um, whenever you sit there and present a pencil, and still, they tell you that I always take money down now because once again, you know, you're trying to hold your gross as much as you can. But when you go out there and you present the pencil and the customer goes, well, I'm not putting anybody down. You know, the natural, react, natural reaction for most salespeople go, okay, well, I see that you weren't planning on putting money down. Well, then that's when you fight the payment at that point, right? So, you know, the thing that you have to present is the benefits of putting money down. You know, hey, most customers like you, um, they don't want to finance your tax on license. They usually put a couple thousand dollars down to cover those uh those little textile licenses because it's like it's, it's like paying interest on interest right and so when you propose it that way um, you kind of break their mental state down a little bit and you make them feel like everybody else so uh, and then once again it's a knee-jerk reaction it's just a very compulsive reaction that they don't really think about a lot about what they're saying right and then that puts them in the position that they are over and over and over again so anyways long story short um, understand that you have to understand you'll see these you know i can't tell you all of them because i could be on a podcast forever but you have to be able to understand and um, notice these little knee-jerk reactions these reflexes and that's how it's going to make you better okay not so much better in the aspects of uh, i mean it's just gonna make you all around better how, i don't even really know how to make it i was going to try to share code a little bit but it allows you to be a little bit better of a closer. It allows you to hold a little bit more gross. It allows you to have a customer truly understand, you know, what they're saying. Because that salesperson that goes from one dealership to the next dealership to the next dealership, the one thing that they're going to do is they're going to stumble upon you and they're going to realize, you know, hey, this guy's really trying to educate me and uh, help me understand what is the value of putting money down or, you know, taking advantage of this bit of, uh, this, this discount or these rebates or the incentives right now. And uh, I guarantee you that will go a lot longer, a lot further with your customer than you just taking orders and taking those to the sales tower. And then, you know, this is the, these are the little simple things that you're going to have to learn to overcome if you ever want to be advantaged with one day. And it's not so much, you know, overcoming these little objections or knee-jerk reactions, but... You know, you start seeing these simple little things. So, like when a customer overreacts about, you know, um, an item with their vehicle or something like that, you can be able to calmly talk them down and get them to understand, hey, you know, this is what's going on right now, right? So, anyways, I want to thank you all for listening to my podcast. If you want to reach out to me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram, at TNTDad2728. Once again, at TNTDad2728 on um, Facebook, LinkedIn, no LinkedIn, 
and LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, the Anthony last name story. Other than that, uh, like I always say, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. It is what you make it. Uh, and then we all win when we all win. Like I told you, this is probably episode number 116, 17, 18. I don't know. There's a hundred more episodes before this. So please take the time. Go back and listen to the original episodes. If you've been in the car business for a very short time, I do I do appreciate this. Share this with everybody that you know. Even if you've been in the car business for a very short time and you see somebody struggling at your dealership, please share it with them. You know, I think I, I do provide some good content and some good value. So just take the time, listen to a lot of these episodes. Uh, reach out to me. My cell phone is 713-614-6116. Once again, my cell phone is 713-614-6116. Send me a quick text uh, before you call me, okay? Um, so that I know who it is and what you're calling a reference to. And don't call me after, like, probably, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. Uh, and I'm not a counselor. I'm just... I'm just a normal, regular guy. Uh, so once again, I do appreciate each and every one of y'all for taking the time to listen. Um, once again, give me a five-star review if you get great content value out of this. Whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple, Spotify, just please give me a five-star review. That way more people can see this podcast. I don't hardly make any money off of this. Um, I'm not becoming super wealthy off of this. Unless y'all want to Venmo me some money. I'm thinking about just doing a Venmo for, you know, just a simple fact of donation. Because, guys, really, all honesty, I'm thinking about starting a blog. Um, I'm trying to... I have to make best use of my time, so I can't always type it out. But I can record it and then um, have it dictated. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to... I'm playing around with some things. So, other than that, um, I truly love each and every one of y'all. And those that have sent me, you know, messages, DMs, private messages, all that stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot to me. You know, sometimes I record these podcasts and, you know, you don't know if you're making a difference or if you're helping anybody out. Uh, I go through my struggles every day, every year, uh, every week of my life, you know, uh, not only in, in the car business, but in my personal life, in my marriage. And, you know, I just want to let y'all know I'm a, I'm a normal guy like you and sometimes have an affirmation through podcasts really help me out, you know. So, uh, once again, I thank each and every one for y'all. So, if you can, just give me a, just give me a five-star review, refer somebody to this, and I love each and every single one of y'all. All right? Peace.